Are you gonna describe it to me though, so I'll know? Or you want me to watch it? I'm gonna start the recording right now. Okay. I just didn't know what this meant. Okay. All right, let's do it. It's on. Oh. Schmodcast! <laughs> it's a podcast! On location! At the bitch. At the bitch. Y'all, this is Schmodcast the podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca, the one that didn't know we were recording. Yeah. Um, this is episode 41 called Bird by Bird. This is a podcast that's just two PLPs throwing one stone at a time. And today we're doing it from a beach near Ho'okena mm-hmm. on the big island. Yeah. Uh, we took a listener suggestion that it might be nice actually to have some waves in the background. And now we're not sure if that was a good idea. Yeah, so we started, we're at this like little tide pool kind of area where there's like rocks breaking the waves. And at first we were sitting down thinking, oh, it'll be so mm-hmm. nice and cozy. And then a wave came and smacked us in the face. Yeah, we tried to be sitting in the water and that wasn't, that wasn't that clever. Didn't work. So then we backed it up. Now we're in chairs with our feet in. But, <laughs> but the waves are still pretty loud. It's still pretty loud. So it's not roaring lions. It's uh, waves. Our hot top today is going to just be to describe what we're doing and seeing around us. So we're going to start with our little intro. Since the since the Schmod episode is titled Bird by Bird, we're going to explain a little bit. What is the Bird by Bird song? Yeah. And why does it make us laugh slash confused? Rebecca, do you want to kick that off? Yeah. So this was back when we were living in D.C. Rachel started going to like an ethical culturist like congregation on Sunday mornings. And she'd come back humming the little hymns that they would sing. And one of them was stuck in her head for like a week. And all I heard was, bird by bird, bird by bird, take it bird by bird, and stone by stone. And then she started getting really country on it. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best song I've ever heard. I want to go to church. And then we realized that the song is about killing birds with stones. So that's not great. Because it's, it's a song about like you can't kill two birds with one stone or try to kill two birds right, with one stone. Right, you gotta just take it one stone and at I a time. And I thought to myself, why does this have to be about killing birds at all? It doesn't make any sense. How is this like a, how is this a phrase we use and how is this like a helpful church song? Well, because people eat birds. Did you not know that? But like throwing stones at them? You gotta you use what you can find. Okay, well, it's a beautiful song. <laughs> And with a weird message, part of what we're here to talk about today is we're, we often discuss a big theme in our lives is how can you have both extreme joy and suffering in your life simultaneously? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we live through the fact that sometimes, I mean, same day, sometimes same moment, you can be both ecstatic and heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. That you can be both, like, full of joy and full of grief. Mm-hmm. O- like, off and on throughout the day, the week. And, like, sometimes one is more predominant than the other. But, like, Rebecca and I, I, I think I could speak for both of us when I say, like, we're both super happy people. And also, like, go through a lot of shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things right now is that we are in this beautiful location on the big island of Hawaii. While Maui is burning. Yeah. And we want to be both like grateful and respectful of the place where we live right now. And also like our hearts are breaking for Maui and we want to like pay attention to what's happening there. For those of you who don't know, or maybe are listening to this far in the future, 
some wildfires um, that were exacerbated by hurricane force winds have just destroyed huge sections of the island of Maui. Yeah. And it's not just a tourist community, like a lot of the headlines mm-hmm. are saying. There's a lot of Kanaka Maoli, or, so like native Hawaiian families that live there, as well as like locals, people who are maybe even born and raised. They call it their home. It's not just a, yeah. a resort that got taken. It's, um, it's hundreds of people's homes. And sacred places mm-hmm. and historic places. And um, I think we're up to like 56 confirmed dead. Mm-hmm. And the videos are just absolutely horrific. Yeah. Um, so if you are able, I would suggest that you make a donation to United Way. There's a Maui fire disaster website that they spun up. If if it happens to still be August 2023 when you're listening to this and you're um, if you're able. Yeah, just educate yourself about it. If if you're listening to this far in the future, see what other kinds of fucking bullshit is going on <laughs> and see if there's some way that you can hold space for like Bearing witness to disaster, lending your support to the people experiencing that, while also somehow remaining positive and and healthy and happy in your own life. Like, because healthy and happy, I think, also includes like having space for the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's just like, wow, this is this one sucks. It's really oh, it's really bad. Yeah. And and when tragedy strikes, I think it's also like it it is also contributing to the benefit of the world to also be happy. Yeah. Because there's so much negative. Like be we present gotta, where you yeah. are. They, did you know that um, news consumption has actually been added to like the official mental health diagnostics yes. as like a a um, symptom of like mental health disorders, <laughs> basically? Yeah. yeah. Well, because the news is just it, it's tapping into like pain and fear and anger more so than it is like happy kitten got rescued by firemen yeah but it can't all just be happy kittens either like we need to know what's going on it's no longer balanced yeah so united way is that the one you suggested rebecca Mm -hmm. for for donating for maui relief yeah i think i've seen american red cross as well Mm -hmm. i'm sure there are lots of local organizations if you follow any um uh hawaii social media accounts some of the like Native and local folks running those accounts have listed places to donate or or ways to contribute. I know there's even been some people posting like Venmo information for families who are especially affected. Yep. We don't have any specific suggestions outside of that, but um, we hope you'll pay attention. Shall we do some connects and corrects, Rebecca? Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so just... Most seamless transition ever. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Nancy. Hey, Aunt Nancy. Sent the most incredible video of Bette Midler as a mermaid. And uh, there's a little um, cruise director note that I'll describe it. But I must confess, I didn't watch it. Rebecca sucks and she didn't watch the video. I was busy. Okay. Well, she's going to watch it, Aunt Nance. I'll I promise. Make sure of that. I promise. But for those of you who don't know, uh, which we didn't know, apparently, apparently... There was a live performance Bette Midler did on stage where she plays a mermaid. Yeah. So this like really goes into some of our previous episodes because it covers both Bette Midler and mermaids. Yes. And because she's a mermaid, in order to dance, she ends up in a like automatic wheelchair (laughs) to do her dancing with some other mermaids dancing. And it is fucking wild. You know what? I have seen this before. It's insane. I have to tell you. Okay. Okay. So I I, control Z my earlier confession. I have seen this. I'll I look forward to rewatching it. It starts though. with a rendition of I Will Survive. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I remember the wheelchair bit. 
She's such a goddess. It's, oh, it's, I love her it's, so much. It's a, incredible. So Google that. Yeah. Um, my idea behind um, taking fancy hotel slippers to wear as shoes on long haul flights is getting some traction. Ooh, influencer. I know. I heard from some co workers that they're spreading the idea to their um, co workers. So um, it's going global. I think there are quite a few folks in Serbia right now who might be wearing their uh, hotel slippers on planes when they go home. Good for you, Serbia. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, this one, this <laughs> Uncle TM texted us about our dinks, so dual income, no kids, and he introduced a couple more phrases for our family. Sinks, which is single income, no kids. So um, maybe you're on your own solo or only one of you in the partnership is working. And then ultimately, ninks, no income, no kids, yeah. which would be our retired friends. Although I want to suggest for your consideration, ninks, it really doesn't convey the retired part so you want ranks so i want it to be rinky dinks oh retired income no kids who started off as dual income no kids you become rinky dinks rinky dink is nice yeah well oh, that's good, right? really good that's my goal in life is to be a, a rinky dink it's not quick on the text though rinky dink you want to text rinky dinks yeah okay i do um Singing does help us feel better, and that resonates with lots of folks. We've heard from a few of you about funeral hymns being especially good. And um, a, another Uncle Tim, he suggested a few songs. Um, it Is Well With My Soul, Just A Closer Walk With Thee, which is, a, he likes the duet version by Willie Nelson and Patsy Cline. And In The Garden by Rosemary Siemens, and there's a version on YouTube that sounds really lovely. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we watched Sweeney Todd, as we promised, coming off of our uh, musical theater episode. Mm -hmm. And um, what were some hot takes from that? It's so sad. Yeah, it's a sad one. I it, just remember the songs being really nice, but the actual storyline is fucking dark. awful. It's dark. And you know, it's, it, the, the songs are funny, but also the funniest song is the grossest song where they're... Spoiler alert. Uh, you all watched it when we told you to, so yeah. I don't know why I'm warning you. Uh, is about chopping up people and putting them in your meat yeah. pies and then selling it to unsuspecting patrons. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Try the vicar. It's quicker. Like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. So grotesque and kind of fun. Uh, talking about holding joy and pain at the same time. I guess that kind of fits the theme. Yeah. Oh, for, certainly hope and pain. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of that. Um, I thought uh, maybe we should also consider having, this wasn't even a, a connect and correct. It was just my this own idea. This is wanting to talk to me yeah. about something. Yeah. Thank you for scheduling that. <laughs> so you know how we do Chuck F or Mary, F Chuck or Mary. Yes. I think we should also have a fourth category that's like observe. Okay. Or, or um, um, contain. Like there are sometimes people, I was thinking of Bette Midler as the mermaid. Uh -huh. I neither want to f Chuck nor marry her. I don't want to. I don't want to engage with the crazy mm. mermaid version of Bette Midler. But I do want to watch it from a distance. Mm. Sometimes there's people in our lives that are. It's like a complete shit show. But you don't want to get rid of it. You yeah. just want to watch it from a distance. 
From a distance, a Bette From Midler a song. From a distance, we'll watch Bette Midler when she dances like a mermaid. Yeah, okay. So is that just called From a Distance? Yep. That's what Chuck it's called? Chuck F. Mary, and then you can do like a veto and make one of them a From a Distance. Okay, that's nice. Okay. Do you want to tell us about Beep? Uh, yeah, okay, so Beep, actually, thank you so much for um, offering to be part of the funeral pyre building yes. ceremony and also for offering to throw me off a cliff if Rachel can't yes. do it. So when we talked about our funeral wishes and how I'm going to probably throw Rebecca's dead body off of a cliff for sharks and manta rays to eat, um, I mean, manta rays wouldn't eat your dead body, but they'd come come around. Uh, Maybe when some little pieces are breaking yeah. off, you know. Beep very kindly offered to come help with that. And if any of the rest of you are interested in helping, we, we really could use some help. I, def- I mean, definitely, especially yeah. if you're going to do it quickly so no one gets arrested. And even if you're not interested in the actual kicking the body part off, the um, the kayak circle with the yes. flowers. Oh, yeah. We'll we need, need a, lot a bunch of, of you down that. there in the water in a kayak circle. Yeah. With candles and flowers. One last little connect and correct. Um, for those of you who do not have cats, oh. um, we are offering... <laughs> You can apply for an exemption and we will either send you a cat or if it would not be advisable, like if it would be harmful like to that travel cat, a lot. if it would be bad for that cat for you to be their owner, but you like cats enough. Woo, big wave. Oh, <laughs> we got wet. Um, if you would like to apply for an exemption, JP, you've already been approved for your exemption. Yep. Uh, so you don't necessarily have to immediately be murdered for sexism if you don't have a cat. Especially if your exemption says that you like Origin of Love from Hedwig. Yes. That's auto-approved. Yeah. Auto-approved. It's really good. Y'all, we're going to have to do a quick pause and move our chairs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> My God. Okay, we, we moved a little further away from the waves. And Rachel counted me in, so I knew she was recording. That was helpful. Last time I said I'm about to start recording. That's not the same as you counting just me listening. in and doing the point, like, professional. Oh. Yeah. When do we usually point? We, we yeah. Okay. I'll point next time that we're sitting in the beach water and I start recording. Yeah. Cool. Guys, it's time for Hot Tops. And our Hot Tops is a mutual Hot Tops, and it's called, where are we? What do we see? What are we doing? Yeah. Go uh, ahead, Rebecca. We're at the beach, and <laughs> it's White Sand Beach. There's almond trees lining the beach, so lots almond of shady spots. Trees. It's so pretty. What does a baby almond tree look like, Rebecca? Okay, when they, like, sprout out of their little seed pods, they come up one single little green seed sapling and the top its little leaves are folded up like a rosebud it's beautiful they're like coiled just nature's magic yep uh what else do we see we see a bunch of uh smooth lava like jetting in and out of the beach lava rocks Mm -hmm. the ocean as far as you can see yeah um the water is extremely clear and blue Mm -hmm. got some white caps coming in but no big waves out there in the distance it's like a pretty calm ocean in fact there's some boats out yeah, there's a couple boats out there. And to left and right, and behind us is like green trees. Mm-hmm. So green, blue, black, white sand. It's really nice. Yeah, oh, and the other thing to describe, close your eyes unless you're driving or that's unsafe. 
and picture like sweet little waves rolling in and these like shallow tide pools, there's teeny tiny schools of fish that jump out of the water as a group. Yep. And they like skim the surface. They're shiny little silver fish. There's also teeny tiny little white flowers coming off the almond trees Mm -hmm. that litter the path. Like it looks like stars Mm -hmm. in the night sky, but they're just like little white flowers all along the path. Really cute. Speaking of stars, last night we saw some really, really good stars. Yeah, you saw some shooting stars. I did. I did. I saw four shooting stars last night because we're far enough away from ambient light that you can like really see the night sky well. So that was really nice. And whoa, tell them about the rainbow. Okay, so yesterday we go out on these like rocks to sit out over the water and watch the sunset. And then we, Rachel noticed behind us, up against the, the cliffs and the rainy, cloudy, was the biggest, clearest rainbow we've ever seen. It was vibrant. Vibrant. Crisp. Yeah. And actually, you could see all the colors of Roy G. Biv. Like, clearly. They didn't even blend together. Like, like it was a crayon drawing. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided that when you see a rainbow that vibrant, that crisp, it's called a Roy G. Best. Yes, that's a Roy G. Best. Mm-hmm. So there's there's gradients. There's like a regular rainbow. Which is always great. They're nice. Then there's a Roy G. Biv rainbow where like you can see all the separate colors. Mm-hmm. And then when you can actually like outline the colors against each other, that's a Roy G. Best. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this one also, it, it was so big, vibrant, that it started blending into almost like a double rainbow attached to itself. Yeah. Like it started repeating the colors. It was like glimmering another rainbow. It was really good, you guys. Yeah. Have you ever seen a rainbow like that before? Anyone listening? I hope so. Tell us all about that, about those rainbows. Yep. And then when the sun set, I saw the green flash. Oh my God. Yeah. You already described a green flash on here before, but tell people again what that supposedly is. I've never witnessed it. Yeah. Rachel was blinking when it happened. I blinked. So uh, as the sun starts sinking over the sunset, especially on a horizon like the ocean where it's very, a clear delineation of where the sun is going below the horizon, that last little moment, the tippy top of the orange sun ball people report that it is a green flash that last second before it disappears below the horizon last millisecond yeah 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 last i mean millisecond so flash yeah it's half a blink long yep which is why you can't do a full blink you can't you'll miss it exactly that's the mistake i made yep i saw it yeah it was nice yeah I'll, i'll try to see it next time yeah it's bright green so i would say you can't miss it but Well, but you obviously can because it's debatable even like there are people who claim it doesn't exist. I think their their eyes are broken. What if your eyes are broken? Mine are great. I had LASIK. Maybe the LASIK is creating the green flash for you. Then I'm grateful times two. Okay. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, so that's what we see. That's what we're doing. We are... um, on the west side of the big island and there's a huge crab running by us there's a really big crab (laughs) and oh we saw a really big bird earlier that was really nice and some cardinals Mm -hmm. is everyone falling asleep they probably are (laughs) but so we're going to transition this into our just little outro um which we're going to circle back to the bird by bird okay And as we're like sitting in this beautiful scene and describing all the glory of nature, we're also going to think about a bird that you want to throw a stone at in your life, like a chief complaint, like 
what is something that's been annoying you lately and how can we like integrate that like the joyful moments as well as these like annoyances or pains in our lives I'm split between I'm 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 having like a frustrating work week right now mm -hmm. and it's resulting in me having to work more than I'd like which then cuts in on my fun time with comparing that to the current irritant which is that that tree fell down in the backyard. Oh, yeah, a tree fell in our backyard and broke our fence and knocked down an avocado tree. Yeah. So that's a bird I'd like to throw a stone at. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's. it's mostly just that it takes a little while to, to get, like, the right people to come help us chainsaw it ah. and clear it. So it's it's a problem with a very clear solution. It's just, like, I'm, I'm finding myself being... Annoyed that it happened. Annoyed that it happened and, like, frustrated that... It's not done yet, but there's yeah. steps we have to take to fix it. Yeah. What about you? I've been having some back pain lately, back mm. and neck pain. Like, I've, I've had that off and on throughout my life, but, like, it's pretty bad lately. I'm having trouble sleeping because of it, and I have to be, like, really careful with certain movements. But, like, kind of bringing that back into our, like, bird-by-bird bird mentality about life... I, I realized, like, I could have let that, like, stop me from coming camping or, like, stop me from exercising or whatever. And I don't think that would fix it. So instead, I'm like, we still came here. We, like, slept on cots. Was it comfortable? No. Was it, like, a lot worse than normal? No. Mm -hmm. And I, I think also just, like, being out here and, like, the salt water is probably, like, healing in some way. Like, back pain is notoriously um, connected to, like psychosomatic things as well so like just right. I notice like my whole body being really tense and I I'm like working on like relaxing my limbs and my pelvis and my back and my neck and um so it's a both and you yeah know? I was out here with like quite a bit of back pain and also it's like the most beautiful place on earth and I feel amazing yeah and I have to go back to work tomorrow you do but it didn't stop us from going on this trip yeah and I'm still having a great time yeah. Yeah. And not just, I think part of what I'm bringing up too is like, it's not like we come here and just forget everything else. I think maybe that used to be my previous mode of coping would be to like come here and just like try to ignore the pain in my life. But like the new thing we're trying is to like come enjoy it and also be aware of the pain, like to integrate it. Yeah. Yeah. How did that go when your um, when your sandal exploded off your? Foot oh my god! Earlier? I can't believe we didn't tell that story yet. <laughs> we should have included this in the describe what's going on, guys. Guys, you thought we were gonna end early. Oh my god! Okay, so y'all, I have crooked feet. Hashtag see see above for back pain stories. <laughs> um, I I have busted through. Like three pairs of Merrill brand, like sturdy trekking sandals that have just like broken off of my foot at some point. They're like described as hiking sandals. Yeah. They're supposed to be indestructible. An almond just fell on my head. Are you okay? I'm fine. Bird by bird, right? <laughs> and two beautiful butterflies just flew past. So oh. it's, it's both and. We can have everything. It's both and. 
Um, tell them again about the hiking sandals. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah, these are like hiking quality sandals. They're like pitched as like you could literally climb a mountain in these sandals. They're supposed to be like lifetime guaranteed, like there's no way to break them. Yep, and they lasted three months. And my stupid feet will bust through them. And um, at the worst times, because well, you're basically using them. hiking. Yeah. And so today, I, I stopped getting those, that pair of sandals. I had two different pairs of the Merrill sandals that ended up breaking on me. Um, and then I got some Chacos. They're my favorite shoes. I wear them all the time. I fucking love them. I've probably had them for eight months. Yeah, quite a while. And today, I bought, that's the only pair of shoes I brought with us on this trip. And we were walking across some lava. Not hot lava. No. Regular lava rocks. Cooled for hundreds of years. And went to the bitch. Yep. And we swam, and when I got back out and put my little sandals on, one of them fucking broke. The strap broke off. The strap broke off in a way that was irreparable. So I had to walk one shoe on, one shoe off. <laughs> I'll cross the lava like 20 minutes back to our spot. Rebecca traded with me sometimes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes one of us had two shoes. We took turns who had two shoes on. Yeah. It, it's just, it. I want you to see how comical that is, it's though. It's just ridiculous. One person has no foot, no shoe on their left foot. <laughs> the other person's wearing a mismatch. Yep. I immediately started, like, limping for no reason when I limp. was shoeless. You because, have to limp. You know, the, the lava's, it's smooth, like, it won't cut you, but it's really uneven. Yeah, but you do have to limp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, it, we discovered, like, we do want to develop what we call beach feet. Which is like kids who grew up here just like run across like lava and gravel their whole lives. So their their feet don't hurt ever. They just, they can step on anything and it doesn't hurt. And our, our like stupid shoe feet that are used yeah. to carpet and stuff like can't handle rocks. They're always, it's painful. Mm -hmm. So we want to, we want to develop beach feet. So we basically took our first steps towards that today by doing left foot beach foot. Yeah. So now the left foot is called the beach foot and the right foot is called the bunion foot because that's where my bunion is. Yeah. So if in the future you hear us ever say, was that on the beach side of the road or the bunion side? Yep. That's you'll left know and right. We mean left and right. Yeah. Is that your beach foot or your bunion foot? Are we, are we turning beach or bunion? Is it a beach or bunion? Yep. That's our new familect. <laughs> and you're hearing it live. You heard it first, people, right yeah. here at Ho'okena. Right where it was born. Yep. Do you think someday that's what this beach will be known for? Is that the origin like a of the phrase beach versus bunion? pool for ancient Hawaiians to deliver their I, babies? I really hope not. Okay. I really hope not. Do you want to take us out? Yes, I do. So let us know if you have a hot top suggestion or want us to record in another interesting location. Ooh. Um, call, text if you know us, or email schmodcastthepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram. Yeah, schmodcast the podcast, people. This has been a Rebetchel production. Proud sponsors of Rebetchel B Day Extravaganza. Doing.